Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, How to Lead with Compassion. Leading with compassion is so critical at this moment, especially with what's going on in the world. However, I want to bring it to what we can do about it, like what can I do about it for myself and what you can do also. In truth is that we all have something dark inside us. And that is until we bring the light. To truly go at the root cause is to be willing to shine the spotlight on what is truly going on inside. As in case for you, it's inside you. And in case for me, it's inside me. Right now, we are all reacting to centuries of injustice on top of COVID-19. In reality, we are screaming for justice and more importantly, for peace of mind. I've been wondering why Mother Nature put in our path the COVID-19. I think she felt that it was time for a worldwide change. The world has been put to sleep through technology, CBD, video games, you name it. It has our attention. And when our attention is distracted, we are not doing anything to help ourselves. So Mother Nature woke us up by hitting us where it hurts the most, by reflecting outward who we have become, a diseased world. Here's an example. You choose for years to live your life on your own term. That is, you live in stress, willing to push everyone aside so that you can get on top. You eat and drink whatever tastes good, and you don't pay attention to the same tones. Your body has been telling you for years that it has enough. Headache, stomachache, high blood pressure. But you reason it out. The business is thriving. This needs to get out and I don't care. So you are constantly yelling at someone. You live in stress and it's never enough. That is until your body shuts down. Suddenly, you have been diagnosed with cancer. Steve Jobs is a good example of what I'm talking about. Next thing, your body can no longer function and can't go to work anymore. The first thing that hits you is fear of death. This increases anxiety, which makes you use the bathroom more. So now you need less gas, but more toilet paper. You will experience all sorts of emotion during that time. Feeling scared, guilty, angry, depressed, sad, maybe powerless. But it's one thing for sure is you can no longer go on and pretend that all is well. What I just described here is what happened to the whole world at the same time through COVID-19. The whole world right now does not need as much gas as it does need toilet paper. I was in the cleaning product aisle at the store the other day when I thought, what if Mother Nature wants us not to just clean our physical environment, but to clean our act and behavior as well? There's no doubt Mother Nature has her own way to get our attention. The thing is that we get to see who we are in broad daylight. And the sight is not pretty, especially when we're digging 400 years of hidden agenda to satisfy needs and wants at the cost of others. It's known throughout history how people have inflicted 
physical and emotional pain using manipulation and bribes for their personal aggrandizement. It is still done today. And this is not just men. It's men and women. The biggest challenge is to face what we would lose if we admit our mistakes. This is why it's so nasty to dig our history. But how to create a better world? Through peace and acceptance. Love, forgiveness and compassion are the only thing that can bring true healing, peace and acceptance. Obviously, to achieve worldwide peace and liberation, everyone has to be in it. We have to not just say we will do, but we have to also do it, put action into our words. And this doesn't just apply to the one who suffered. We are all one or we are all alone. I will speak from my experience. I trade most of my material possession for wisdom and knowledge. So I know firsthand how difficult it is to let go of what appear to be beautiful. A year ago, I lived in an apartment that I couldn't afford at the expense of my ex-husband. Why was I doing that? Because I felt entitled and my ego was wrapped up in wanting beautiful things. But it came at a cost. In the end, I had to let go of my pride and let it all go. Yes, I know firsthand how it feels to take responsibility for my action. And then it takes even greater courage to turn the wrong into a right. Do you know what gave me the courage? You. Yes, you. Because I felt that making a difference in your life was more important than any material possession acquired on the back of somebody else. I had a choice. I could have quit this show and find a regular job. But somewhere deep inside, I knew everything was an illusion. Money, when not carefully managed, has a way to buy illusions. Although I loved beautiful things, there was a part of me that insisted on living from my authentic self. I wanted to be honest with my true feeling. And I learned that living in an illusion feels empty inside. I wanted more, more of something that matters. I wanted to stay whole and authentic. And for that, I had to be willing to strip myself of anything that wasn't authentic. Reality came when I came back to my ex-husband. One of the reasons why my ex agreed for me to come back is that there are certain things that I've done throughout my life that was not totally wrong. For instance, I took less on the house than I was entitled to, allowing him to keep it rather than having to sell it. I never asked for any money, and I nursed him back to life when he had a stroke. Regardless of all that had happened between the two of us, I stayed kind and loving. In short, I care more about his well-being than my own. And this is not new. I've always been like that. Nevertheless, my ego took a huge blow when I had to come back. And this is when I learned that no one can succeed without the help of others.
Think about it for a moment. Who would be there for you if you were incapacitated and had no money? Who would support you physically and mentally? Who would drive you to the hospital? Who would take care of your kids? This is why we need compassion and love. I found that authentic love, when mixed with vulnerability, creates a force that no one, no one can reckon with. It moves mountains. It's what makes life worth living. It's what brings joy and newness. Daring to love unconditionally is the biggest challenge one must face, especially loving yourself unconditionally. I truly believe that if everyone loved themselves unconditionally from an authentic place, the world would not be driven by greed and wants. It's the lack of love that brings the worst in mankind. Love is part of who we all are before receiving our ancestors' old programmings. It's challenging to let go of the ego because it's ingrained into us before we could understand and reason. Racism and feeling superior is something that is passed on from generation to generation. Incest and violence and misery are also passed on from one generation to the next. And that is until someone stops it. It takes a huge amount of self-control to move away from our ego self and to tap into that place called unconditional love. Like I said at the beginning, we all have some darkness inside, and that is until we bring the light. True change occurs only when we muster the courage to take a stance at our own ego. Compassion is love in action. It's to choose to love rather than to retaliate, to control our negative emotions and redirect it for a greater purpose. I'm not suggesting here to become a martyr or a victim. This is different. The best way to describe the power of love the way I want to explain it here, I'm going to bring you into the movie, The Rise of Skywalker. This is a spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about the ending of The Rise of Skywalker. And if you haven't watched the movie, please skip to 12 minutes and 43 seconds. Throughout the movie, you can see the resistance working its way to break down the powerful machine that is destroying the world. But Ray has a different mission, and she's listening in. And she doesn't know exactly what needs to happen, but she's leaning into that future unknown. She's been asked by the resistance to join them, but she feels that there's more to it. And she's going in her own direction, following her own map and her intuition. And then she's confronted with Palpatine. And then she learns that if she kill him, all his evilness will be transferred onto her. She feels stuck. There's a part of her that wants to save her people, but she doesn't want to take it the way Palpatine is offering it. I think that Palpatine was a big mirror, a reflection of who she was in that self-doubt mode. And 
I believe that we all have a Palpatine inside us that depending on the degree of trauma that we have experienced in our life, we will want to retaliate and hurt people. It takes great courage to be willing to look inward and say, no, enough. And when she crosses those lightsaber together, she's making a stance. She chooses in that moment what must be done to help mankind. In the end, Palpatine's evilness rebound from Ray's two lightsabers, killing him in the process. It goes to show that the only way to eliminate and eradicate violence is not through more violence, but to find peace and use the power of compassion and love. I'm sharing this episode from a place that if we all take the time to look within and see what is our own strength and use that for the greater good, we have way more chances to achieve peace and harmony in this world. It is so easy at the beginning to retaliate, but in the long run it pays off to have mastery and self-control because the true power is when you can be in control of yourself. When you get angry, you actually give away your power to the person that you are angry with. At the end of the day, we all want the same, which is peace, harmony, and love in our heart. We don't want to be stressed out and worrying about what's going to happen next. However, the truth is that to create a new and better future, we have to lean into this place called the unknown. That is the only way we can bring the future into our present. As long as we keep living in the past, all we will bring with us is more of the past, and it's not going to help in the long run. Only through peace and acceptance that we can actually create a better world. And as far as I am concerned, it starts with me. And this is why I chose to be vulnerable in sharing some of the dark part of me. It's my way to say, I now know better. And now it's up to you to decide what you want to do next that will bring peace and harmony in your heart. I hope this episode was helpful. Thank you so much for being here and listening in. If you feel that it can help a friend, please share it. Meanwhile, stay healthy and safe and have a fabulous day. Are you feeling stuck, unsupported, and unhappy? How about pressing reset on your past and invite newness in your life by joining a Mastermind Alliance, where together we will create your future reality. Living in the unknown is not easy, however essential to break free from your past. And this is why I am offering this opportunity to connect by scheduling a free 30-minute consultation. Simply type on your web browser bit.ly forward slash call Nadia and choose a date that will work best with your schedule. And I look forward to talking with you soon.